Hello and welcome back to the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. This week is going to be a juicy one because we are talking about eight signs that you have a subconscious money block specifically around pricing. And I am so excited to dive into this because it is so hard for us to recognize when we have subconscious blocks. And that is by design because our subconscious is trying to hide these limiting beliefs and blocks from us to keep us safe. And we talk about this all the time on the podcast. And I see it time and time again with the people that I talk to in my comments or in my DMs or especially with my clients. They'll come in and they'll be like, no, I, I definitely feel really good about my worthiness or I feel really good about my pricing or whatever topic we're talking about. And then we dive in and then inevitably <laughs> there is a block there because it is buried so deep. And while it can be really hard for us to individually recognize the deeper rooted subconscious blocks that we have and wounding, what is easier to recognize is the signs. So how these deep subconscious blocks manifest in our day-to-day -day reality. So if you have a pricing block, what that actually looks like in reality. And I'm excited so that to share this with you because I think that so many times we're like, no, I don't have a pricing block. I feel great about my pricing. But when I go through all of these symptoms, and this is not an exhaustive list, but I would say these are like eight of the pressing ones, right? You might see yourself in one, two, three, four, however many blocks. And if you do, my hope is that you say, hmm, okay, well, I didn't think I had a pricing block. I thought I felt good about my pricing. I thought I, I, I priced my products and services well. But I do resonate with a couple of the things Victoria said. Maybe I actually do have a pricing block. And it's just buried so deep down within me that I, I haven't been able to see that or recognize. And that's my goal here with this podcast episode this week is so that you guys can see what this looks like and almost self-diagnose yourself from for having potentially a pricing block. Because once you understand that you have a pricing block, that's step one is the level of awareness to figure out, oh, I think of this price around, uh, rather this block around pricing. Then we can start to figure out, okay, well, what exactly is that pricing block? What's the root cause? And now that's going to be specific in, for every individual because we all, you know, grew up differently, have our own life experiences. So the root cause of that will be specific to you, but at least having the idea of, oh, okay, this is this is the road I should be going down right now to examine and figure out these blocks, I think will be really, really helpful. So I'm very excited to dive into all of this. But before I do, I have an exciting announcement that I wanted to share with you guys quickly. Um, I was actually talking with a business friend of mine, and we were talking about the online coaching and business landscape. And she was talking about, for her specifically, she really likes to be able to dip her toes in the water of a coach or a program before, you know, really fully investing. And that's coming from this place of wanting to make sure that she's investing in the right people and the right programs at the right time that are really going to help her the most in that moment. And, you know, in the coaching space, there's a lot of all or nothing, right? It, it, a lot of times, at least from what I've seen, it's like you either invest in these really high ticket programs or you don't. And there's not always a lot of in between, especially at the one-on-one -on -one level. And I'm guilty of this myself, right? I have a one-on-one -on -one coaching package. It is four months long. And at the time of this recording, it is $6,000 total or $1,500 per month. And the reason why I did that was, was and is extremely intentional, right? Because my clients 
come to me because they have these money blocks and they want to double or triple their income. And in order to make that a reality where not only they manifest that, but maintain it, I've seen this. I've worked with so many people. A lot of those really big like overnight success shifts come generally around the 90 day mark, maybe a little bit before, maybe a little bit after, depending on the person, but that's what it takes. And so my job is to get them not only to manifest what they want, but maintain it. So get them to that up level and then make sure they can regulate there so they don't self-sabotage and go back to their level. And so the four months for me and meeting, meeting with my clients weekly is extremely intentional so that I can basically guarantee that they are going to get the results that they are paying me and working with me for, right? So that is why I structured it. It's not like I pulled four months out of my butt. Like it's like, okay, in order to get the results, this is what's going to take. It's going to take four months to do that. And, and that's okay. Right. But I also recognize how that can be a big jump for some people. And so after talking with my friend, I realized, you know what, let me try something new. Let me try something. And so that's the announcement here is that I'm going to be offering three single session spots with me, 90 minutes plus a week in Boxer. So power hour, but it's 90 minutes on hour sessions. Now, I am not going to sit here and tell you that you're going to have one 90-minute session with me and you're going to manifest a million dollars overnight because more than likely that is not going to happen. Like I said, I structure my one-on-one -on -one coaching <laughs> in a very specific way because I know what it takes to get the big, big life-changing results that my clients come to me for. However, what I do think is possible in the 90, day, uh, 90 minutes <laughs> rather, is that we can get a really, really good look at where you are in business, where you want to go, and what are those hidden blocks specific to you that are keeping you stuck, I can give you a clear roadmap of like, okay, here are the blocks you need to work on. Here are tools to help you work on them. And then you can start the process of working through that, right? And you're able to get results in the sense of we can basically create a manifestation roadmap for you because you're going to know a lot of the big blocks that you need to work through and have tools to support you in that. And you can also dip your toes in the water to see what it's like to work with me right? Both on that 90 minute call that you'll get with, you know, your recording and everything and the week of Voxer after for support and questions that come up inevitably after the session. And so some of you who join may feel like that 90 session is a minute session is enough. You're like, I got so clear on so many of my blocks. I'm good to go. I'm going to work on these for a while. Thank you, Victoria. And I'll catch you on the next podcast episode, right? And some of you may decide that you know, okay, wait, like I just saw so many shifts or I see everything. I feel comfortable now that I've dipped my toe in my water or in the water <laughs> and I want to work together. Right. And so I'm offering these three 90 minute sessions, power, hour, weeks, whatever you want to call them. And here's the deal. There's only three. I don't know if or when I'll do them again. So maybe I will, maybe I won't. I have no idea for now. I'm offering three. The investment is $444. And so you can either do the 90 minute session and then that is it. And I will not, I will not specifically upsell you. I will not push you. I will not nudge or anything because that is not my vibe. However, if you do the 90 minute session and then after the week of Voxer, you decide, hey, I want to go all in on this because because of this 90 minutes, I have seen what this can do for me. I see that it's a good fit and I'm ready to go all in. Then you can apply the $444 towards the one-on-one -on -one coaching package. So you can apply that as a credit towards working together in that four-month capacity one-on-one. -on -one. 
So if you are interested in learning more about this, seeing if it would be a good fit, snagging one of the three spots, then you could reach out to me on Instagram. I will leave my information in the show notes. My handle is just my name at Victoria D'Ambrosio. Send me a DM if you are interested. It is a no commitment conversation. We'll see if you're a good fit. If you are and you want to sign up, great. If not, no worries. But I wanted to let you guys know that if if you've been teetering on the edge of wanting to work together, but you're not really sure, but you want to kind of have that taste, this is your opportunity. So feel free to reach out. All right. Now that that is out of the way, let's talk about the eight signs of pricing blocks. And ooh, I am so excited to dive in. All right. So block or sorry, sign number one that you have a pricing block. Sounds obvious, but it's that you're not getting the sales that you want at the price that you want. Pretty cut and dry with that first one, right? Maybe you have recently raised your rates and no one's signing up at these new rates. Maybe you launched a new program. So it's entirely new, including the price, but no one is signing up, right? Those are signs that you have a subconscious block around pricing. Maybe you were told to charge your worth and you're like, I'm charging my worth. I feel good about your pricing. But again, it's like outwardly you like feel good about pricing, but you're not, it's not completing the exchange because no one is signing up. So if you're like, I feel confident about my pricing, but no one is paying me, that is one sign of a pricing block. Before I dive into the rest of the box, let me say this. It is okay if you don't uh, recognize yourself in all of these blocks. If you recognize in one or pieces of them, just take that, note that, because they're all different levels of pricing blocks. Because pricing blocks have different roots to them. They have different um, ways of showing. And so you don't need to basically check every box is what I'm trying to say to say I have a pricing block. You don't need to resonate with every single eight point to be like, oh, I have a pricing block. You can have a pricing block and there's different severities of pricing blocks. So just um, keep that in mind as we go through the rest of the episode. Okay. So sign number two that you have a subconscious block around pricing is that you are constantly or at least regularly offering discounts or changing your price for your program. So maybe this looks like you have a online course and it's priced at, let's say, $2,000, but then you randomly offer $1,000 off or $500 off or someone DMs you and you're like, oh, if you sign up now, I'll give you $500 off. Like you're constantly offering discounts as a way to get people in or you're changing your price, right? Like maybe you offer one-on-one and you start charging $5,000 for it, but then you decide to charge $3,000 for it. And then you you just keep flip-flopping your price depending on what feels aligned to you. I'm going to put that in air quotes, but it's just like coming from this place of, okay, what can I change pricing? And maybe sometimes you even change the structure of the offer. Like, oh, I'll give them four sessions versus two sessions versus whatever, right? But you're doing this from this energy of what do I need to put out into the world in order for someone to buy my stuff? Like that's where it's coming from, right? Because Sign number two is offering discounts and changing your prices. And in and of those selves, like that doesn't necessarily mean you have a block. However, if you're doing it constantly and if we're being really reflective and honest, again, it's just me and you, I'm not judging, no one's judging here. But if you're like, yeah, if we're being honest, I'm changing my price and offering these discounts, not from a place of abundance, but actually from a place of scarcity, meaning I'm changing it because I'm hoping that by lowering the price or changing these things, that I'll be able to convince people to come into my world so that I can finally make that sale. 
it's not really coming from this place of I feel just so inspired and aligned that I want to give $500 off. It's okay. I think $2,000 too, uh, is too much. So if I give $500 or $1,000 off, you know, maybe that's enough so that people will actually, then it'll feel worth it to them and they'll join. Like, do you see the difference in the energy? So if you are constantly offering discounts, changing your prices to close the sale, but not coming from like this place of empowerment, that is a sign of a pricing block because you don't actually firmly even believe in your pricing if you're so willing to be wish-washy about it based on, you know, how others are reacting. So that is a sign of a, a pricing block there. Similarly, sign number three is constantly adding bonuses and over-delivering. And, and by over-delivering, I'm going to be more specific in bending over backwards and breaking your back to add incentives and try to make your program seem worth it, I put in air quotes, okay? Again, it's not that adding bonuses and delivering a high value is inherently bad. But the question again becomes, is it coming from scarcity and lack or from abundance? Is it, oh my gosh, I'm so excited that I want to add this thing from to my program so I'm going to add it in as a bonus. Or is it, oh my gosh, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. I'm worried that either no one's going to see the off the value in my offer, so they're not going to buy, or the people in my program aren't going to think it's valuable, so I have to add all these things, so they think they got a lot of stuff for their money. Like, where is it coming from? And if it's coming from that place of scarcity and you're adding all these things, that is a sign of a block. Because again, you don't actually feel comfortable with your value and your pricing. So you are over-delivering, not for, for your clients. Like, let's be very clear. Because I know that's the that's what we'll tell ourselves. But oftentimes, it's not actually for them. It's for you. So that you can feel better about your pricing, not them. They probably haven't even said anything about your pricing. But you are bending over backwards. Here's what this looks like. I see this all the time. Right? Uh, I'll have clients and they're like, let's say they have a group coaching program. Maybe group coaching program was, let's just say, $1,500 a month for three months. And the group coaching program was meant to be, you know, one one call a week with the group and maybe some like Voxer or Facebook support, something, right? But then the client's like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I actually need to make it two calls a week. And I'm actually going to then do add, give everyone a one-on-one -on -one bonus session and then have guest speakers come in, right? Like, and maybe that's extreme, but you might be able to recognize where, where you've done a little bit more too. Again, not out of abundance, but out of scarcity. And so you're bending over backwards because, again, you want to make sure that everyone feels like this program offer, whatever, is worth it. And this goes from before people join. So you're adding all these bonuses to try to convince people to join so they can see the offer. Again, convincing energy or they're already in it. And you're worried that they're not going to like it. So you're adding all these things to hopefully get them to think it's worth it, right? But do you see how this is all coming from your scarcity and your lack? That's another sign. So that was sign number three, that you have a pricing block. Sign number four. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I think this is my juiciest one. Um, feeling uncomfortable about sharing your price. So what does this look like? This looks like panic before and or after sharing your price. And let me tell you, we have all been there. I have been there. I've been there. When you're DMing someone, then they're like, yeah, this all sounds great. How much is it? And you're like, oh my God, 
what do I tell them? Maybe like if if that's what goes through your mind, especially if you're like, what do I tell them? Because again, maybe this links back to the changing your price. You're like, well, I wanted to charge, you know, three thousand dollars, but I don't know. What if she says no? Maybe I'll only maybe I'll only say two thousand for her, give her a special discount or whatever, right? So maybe you panic before. And then maybe you say your your prices and you actually stand firm in your prices. So you're like, oh, no, I'm going to tell her the $3,000. You say $3,000. And then you say $3,000 and then immediately panic. And you're like, oh, my God, what did I just do? You throw your phone across the room. You're like, I shouldn't have done that. I should have made it $2,000. She's going to think it's too expensive. I'm not going to make the sale. I screwed it up. Right? Panic. Same thing on a discovery call. So it's like time to share the price and like low key inside. You're like, oh, my God. I, I want to die a little bit. Like, I feel so uncomfortable. What are they going to think? I really want this client. I'm afraid. Like, crazy wacky energy when it comes to sharing your price. That is a pricing block. And here's another example of how this plays out. That is going to be my hot take. And I'm going to stand, stand so firmly in this. But if you are not putting your prices up publicly, meaning on your sales page, on your application or in like on your Instagram stories when you're sharing about your offer because you're like oh got to get they, they fill out the application and it just says something vague like this is a four figure investment what the heck does that even mean four figures could be $1000 or $9000 there is a huge range by the way right and you're doing that maybe because there are plenty of like strategic coaches who say don't share your price don't share your price let's dig into that don't sh- don't dig- don't share your price strategically why? Oh, well, you have to, you know, get them on the right call and you have to see if they're a good fit. And like, you have to sh- make sure you share all the value and share all the things that you add. So they're clear on the value and you handle their objections before you bring up the price. Do you hear how riddled in scarcity <laughs> that statement is? It's all basically saying, if you share your price too early, you're going to scare them off. They're not going to see the value. Huh? How, who is that? Who? Like maybe for the wrong people, they won't see the value, but the right people would. And so if you're not sharing your prices publicly, I want you to really dig into why that is. And I will share with you why I wasn't back in the day. I share them now. They're like on my application for one I'm on, it says it, or it should say it at least. Um, Whenever I talk about it on social media stories, always on their website on there. I don't, I don't play games. Okay. I used to, I used to, because I also was told don't share the price right away. And I also had the mindset blocks of, oh my gosh, if I say that I'm charging X dollars for coaching, all the people from high school that follow me on Instagram are going to judge me and be like, who are you for charging that much for mindset coaching? Right. So I didn't want to do that because I was like, well, if I, if I don't put it online, those people don't know what my prices are. So they can't judge my prices. And then there was also like, you know, Oh, well, if I don't share my prices, then I'll get more people to apply and I'll get more people to DM and all this stuff. And then I can convince them to join. Like, again, convincing. That's the one of the big takeaways. Are you trying to convince people? Because convincing is like scarcity, lack, energy, pricing block. Whereas like, like, so if that is you, like, again, I get it. I've been there. I've been there. I get that sharing your prices publicly can be one of the most uncomfortable comfortable things ever like trust me the first time I did it on Instagram I I posted it and it took everything in me not to delete that Instagram story let me tell you and I wanted to throw my phone across the wall but that was the first step 
And so if you're not sharing your prices publicly, you have to, you really have to ask yourself why. Because again, it, it generally routes back to you don't firmly believe in your pricing. Because if you firmly believed in your pricing, you would have no shame posting it publicly. And for the people who have said, oh, but you have to share the value. Like, if you know the value and you're talking on your Instagram, like, I will be like, okay, this is what I do. This is how I help people. If you want me to help you, this is how much it costs. Like, I've shown the value. Like, you don't need to get someone into some elaborate sales call to, like, manipulate them into feeling like your your prices are are valuable. And if you believe that, that's a block. That's a block. Believing that you have to do all of these elaborate things to convince someone of your price, which is actually a different one that we're basically bleeding into now, a different sign, that is a block. What if you didn't have to convince anyone? I'm telling you, my my business started to make a lot more money a lot more easily, especially in the one-on-one coaching scenario. When I decided... I'm no longer convincing people that they have subconscious blocks. And if only they would find the route of them and clear them, they would start making a lot more money with a lot more ease. I was convincing people for so long. I was like, I just need people to understand this. And you know what? It was a headache because every day I felt like I was like climbing up this hill, screaming into a void, trying to convince people. And instead, when I internally shifted, my external content didn't really change all too much, but I internally shifted to... There are already people who believe in manifestation, who know about the subconscious, who know blocks are real. I'm not going to convince them blocks are real and that they have blocks. I'm going to educate them around it. And the people who know they have blocks but want my help, uh, you know, finding them and help removing them, those are my one-on-one clients. And I don't have to convince them that the subconscious mind creates the reality and they have these subconscious blocks because they already know. They know and they're like, clearly I have something in my subconscious that I don't know is there because I have not been able to deal with this on my own. And half the time my clients are people who are mindset coaches or other coaches who are deeply involved in the mindset and subconscious mind world. And they're hiring me to be a third party to help them see what they can't. Right. But I'm not. So now I'm not convincing people. I'm not convincing people that subconscious subconscious reprogramming is going to change their life. Like they already know that. So now I'm speaking to them in that way. And that energy shift has made me a lot of money without really changing anything in terms of strategy or like how much content I have to put out. So where are you trying to convince people? I went on a sidebar there, but that that was it, right? Where do you feel uncomfortable about sharing your prices publicly? Literally, go envision yourself. Where, where do you have to put it? On your website, on your application, on Instagram stories, wherever. And if the thought of doing that makes you feel physically sick, boom, this is a good thing because that discomfort is showing you where a block is. So now you get to go work through all of that. Okay. All right. Sign number five that you have a subconscious block around pricing is that you are charging low or lower ticket for your offers. And that is likely because you feel like premium prices are for other people, not for me. And this is what I've heard people say. Okay. Maybe that comes from this belief that it's not possible for you to charge that much. Because maybe you don't think you're good enough or you're like, well, in my industry, people don't charge that much. Limiting beliefs, right? Or maybe you are coming into entrepreneurship and coaching from a different type of job, right? 
you went to school for some other type of job. Now you're transitioning and you can't imagine charging more per hour than you used to make as a coach compared to whatever your old job was. Or maybe you're basing your pricing off of what your old job was. I know I did that at first. Now, for me, it was like weird because my baseline for pricing was already high because I I worked when I worked in consulting. I knew how much they like I worked for a consulting firm but I knew how much the consulting firm would charge the consult like their clients for my work per hour and it was hundreds of dollars per hour so like even though I was basing myself on that I was basing myself on like what some people might consider a higher higher price but it's still interesting right like why was I basing my work on coaching on what I was doing in consulting but we'll often baseline that because we're like well that's what I was worth there so that's what I was worth so you know what I mean so are are you comparing those two Okay. There's also maybe you're charging lower uh, on the lower side because you're afraid that charging more, you know, what if you don't get the results if you charge more and then you charge people all this more money? Okay. Another reason why people will charge lower or lower ticket is because intellectually they understand money is infinite. They're like, yeah, Victoria, I'm in on this manifestation thing. Money's infinite. It could come to me in any way. But like for reals, they don't believe that that applies to them, right? Like you're like, okay, in theory, sure, money is infinite, but not for me. Money's not inf- infinite, right? Um, and I'm a- maybe you're afraid that if you put out an offer and you put it at a premium offer, you price it a little bit too high, then no one's going to buy. And that's that. And you've now lost your shot at making money and signing clients because you you messed up is basically the belief. And you wouldn't have made enough. You don't believe truly that it's infinite. So it's like, I have this one shot and I can't, can't mess it up. So I have to price it at this price because if I price it more, people may not say yes and then I'm screwed. Right? Like it, it kind of feels like that. Um, yeah. The belief that if you screw up on pricing, you're not going to make what you need. So if that resonates, uh, pricing block. And you know what's interesting is I was actually going to, instead of saying you're charging lower ticket or low ticket, it's actually going to say you're undercharging. But what I come to realize is that people don't even have the awareness that they're undercharging. Like I can look at them and say, you're undercharging for what you're doing. And I know it's your pricing blocks, but because of your pricing blocks, you don't even see that you're undercharging. Like this happens with my clients all the time. Half the time they come in and they're afraid their prices are so high. And then we start to do some of the mindset work and they're like, oh my God, I've been undercharging this whole time. But like you're so entrenched in, in pricing and money blocks that you don't even see that you're undercharging. So food for thought. All right. Sign number six that you have a subconscious block around pricing. Maybe you're like, no, Victoria, I don't charge low ticket. I actually do charge a premium. And this one's for you. So this is the person who you charge a premium. And you're like, I see the value. You know, you're like, I know what I'm worth. I know that my work changes people's lives. But you're worried that other people won't see the value. I can't tell you how many times I've heard this out of my clients (laughs) where they're like, Victoria, I see the value. I know the value, but they don't. I need to make sure they see the value. Okay. Now this is routing back to the uh, convincing uh, energy that I was talking about when I went on my little sidebar rant around the pricing uh, publicly thing, right? When we have to convince people of our value, pricing block, convince pricing block. That's like (laughs) the big thing, right? And so because you're like, I know my value, but I need them to see it. 
I need to, them to see it so they will buy from me because if they see the value, then they're going to buy. I felt that way. If they knew, if they only knew, if they just identified these subconscious blocks, they could remove them in as little as 30 days or less, honestly, and start seeing huge shifts in their money. If only they knew I have to convince them, right? Convincing energy. No, no, no. Right? And so then we overcompensate by trying to convince people of our value on social media, right? Maybe it's convincing them of value of our programs, convincing them of like the value of what we do. So like in my example, subconscious reprogramming, finding your blocks, manifestation, all of those things. I'm trying to convince them that this is the thing, <laughs> right? It's just that convincing energy and overcompensating. And maybe you feel like you have to convince them and back all of this stuff up with like, you know, the right marketing or statistics or, you know, three-day webinar to lead into your program so that you can like prove it and look legitimate and, and again, convince them. So if you, if you charge the pre, like a high price or what you feel like is a good fair price for your program, but you're like, I see the value, but they don't. And I need to try to convince them pricing block. Okay. Number seven, comparison to others in business. All right. This is what this looks like. You scroll, scroll, scroll in on social media. And then you see someone else on social media. Maybe they're in your niche. Maybe they're not. I think it's more triggering when it is in your niche. Right. And they make a comment that insinuates that they make a lot of money or you see what they're charging for their programs and their offers. And you low-key are like, WTF, how are you making that much money? How are you charging that? And honestly, if we're being honest, you're like, I'm better than that. I'm better than you. And I charge less and I'm not making as much money. WTF. Okay, let's be honest. I think that's happened to all of us. I've at least been there. I'll be honest. I've scrolled and been like, I, how are you making this much money? How are you making seven figures in your business? I've, li I've literally had that thought. H how are you doing that? And I'm not like my, my, I know for a fact, my work is so much more like, I like, I don't even want to say the things, but that, okay. Block. Right. And it's okay. If you've felt that way, right. Cause it's, it's that jealousy and jealousy is actually a really important, powerful tool. Like when you're feeling triggered or jealous, it actually is an indication of seeing something you want but that you you can't have that's what jealousy is because if you saw something that you wanted but that you could have it you're not jealous of them like when you scroll on tiktok and someone has a cute shirt and they're like here's the link to the shirt on amazon and it's like 20 bucks and you just buy it you're not jealous of that girl for having the shirt because now you have just purchased it you're jealous when someone has something that you want, but you feel like you can't have it. And so that's the internal reflections that you need. Um, okay. So if you're scrolling and that ever comes up, pricing block why are they, and money block. It's probably a couple layers there, but pricing block. How are they able to charge and make that much? Well, I can't. And I feel like I'm just as good, if not better, where my programs are and can get better results than what they're selling. And yet here I am not where I want to be and you're where I want to be okay that is that is a block and block number eight sign that you have a uh, sign that you have a block around pricing in your subconscious is that you can manifest money in other ways but not through your business or through that price or through that program 
right? So basically just not, it kind of routes back to the not being able to make the money that you want in the way that you want, but you're still bringing in money in general. Again, we kind of talked about that in one of the other episodes around when I was sharing about the difference between money blocks and business blocks. They There's like a Venn diagram, <laughs> right? So it's like, I can manifest money, but not into this, this program or into this program at this price. If you are experiencing that too, then it's good because again, if you're still manifesting money, it's showing that you don't have block specific to money but if if it's around this program specifically you're like this channel it can't come in because remember the universe you're we're manifesting money through all these different channels you manifest money from the universe that comes through different people or channels so your business is a channel more specifically an offer within your business is a channel your friends or family or other channels like you can have different revenue streams all different channels so if you're having, if you can't like turn on the tap in that one channel, one of the reasons why could be because there's a pricing block with the offer that you want. And that's why that like channel was like close. Think of it like a dam. There's a big, big gateway that can't, the water and the money can't flow through. So with that, those are eight signs that you have subconscious money blocks specifically around pricing. Again, this is not an all-encompassing list. There are other things and there are plenty of nuances. But if you resonated with anything that I shared, then it is an indication that you very likely can have a, a sign around pricing. But what I want you to know is this happens for like everyone that I've worked with, that I know, and even for myself. So I don't want you to be like, feel like you're alone in this at all. Like I, if there is one thing I can get through to you, it's like almost every business owner is going to have blocks around pricing. And it's always like that new level, new devil thing, right? You're like, especially when you're trying to up level and get more clients or make more money or sign more pre premium prices. Like that is you expanding. That is you getting outside of your comfort zone. So it makes sense that there are blocks. Okay. And I just want you to know, because so many times when these things happen in our lives, like we're not getting the sales, people, another sign also, I didn't mention, bonus sign number nine, people ghost you right after the price. You share your price and then people ghost, or they'll literally say that's too expensive. Uh, that's a pricing block and you're actually manifesting people who um, can't afford it and tell that as like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So that's that's a bonus, bonus sign, um, right? But when those things happen, all of these signs, like think, like let's just take a step back, like objectively, when all those things happen and we're not making the money we want and they don't want our prices and they tell us it's too expensive and we hear crickets, like generally we internalize that and make it mean something about us. Oh, I'm not good enough. And my, uh, my program just must not be good enough. And then it creates that self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Because we don't feel we're good enough and then we're adding discounts and bidding over backwards and blah, 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 blah. But what I want to get through to you is that it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with your worth. It has nothing to do with your program and its ability to get results. Like it's it's truly an internal belief around pricing and worth and whatever deep down in there, what part of you doesn't believe you're worthy. And that is why you are manifesting the results that you're getting, not the other way around. Let me be so clear. We often think, okay, I'm manifesting these lackluster results in business therefore I am not good enough or I'm not a good business owner or whatever 
But really, it's the opposite of I don't actually believe that I'm worthy and deserving and like I am capable of, of you know, charging these prices that I want and succeeding with them and all the things. Because you don't believe that, that's what you manifest. I hope that's making sense. It's It starts with the internal belief. And even though intellectually we know that from a manifestation perspective, sometimes we forget and we just look at all the proof we have in our reality that's showing us the opposite. So all that to say is, your those results don't mean anything about you and your business. And if you can do the internal work to get to the root of where does that um, pricing block come in? Because now you might know, okay, I have this pricing block, but what what specifically is the block? What specifically maybe happened in my childhood? What lesson did I learn? What programming do I have? And, and how can I remove that? Because when you change then the internal beliefs around pricing and money in your business, that is when your reality is going to shift and you're not, it's going to be freaking wild, right? Because you're only going to change something internally. You're not going to change your offer, your program, anything. If anything, maybe you'll raise your price and you're going to start making money more easily. And when you experience that, it's so much easier to see, wow, this really is internally, like everything is driving it internally. But sometimes before you've had that big shift, it's, it's hard to tell, like, it's easy to listen to me say that you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Victoria, this, that, and the other thing, right? So remembering it's not, the external things are happening. Therefore, it means something about myself. It's I'm making something, I'm whatever my beliefs are, are causing the lackluster results in my business. So I need to change those internal beliefs to then change the external reality. So hopefully this episode was insightful. If you guys found it helpful or insightful and really resonated with certain blocks, please let me know in the Instagram DMs, which blocks or signs rather really resonated with you I am debating building out something called what I'm currently calling the blocks manual where it'd be a lot like this where it would talk about different ways these blocks show up so that you can almost self-diagnose it would be a free resource but if this is helpful and this is like that blocks manual is something you would want to see like dm me and let me know because it would be a decently large undertaking for me and I would just if it's something that you guys want I'm happy to build it but I also you know don't want to spend my time building out a blocks manual if, if no one cares to see it so if you would care to see that if you want more episodes like this I know we dove into pricing there's so many different aspects of um, business right um, your offer social media like all different areas if you want more episodes like this please like give me that feedback in the dms like I really enjoy hearing from you and it, it it helps me create better content that's more relevant for you. So I'd love to hear um, if this podcast was helpful. And if you guys are interested and you're like, oh my gosh, I definitely have pricing blocks and you want to dive deeper and you know get to the root of your pricing blocks or any blocks for that matter and you want to take advantage of the power 90-minute uh, session uh, and see if that would be a good fit, we could apply pricing if you want. Then again, send me that DM on Instagram. My name is at Victoria D'Ambrosia. And with that, guys, I'm going to leave you for the week. Hope you have an incredible rest of your day. And I will talk to you in next week's episode. Bye.